is ZooCast with Jazz and Laura. Well, here we are. Welcome along to the ZooCast. It's been a fun week on the show, mainly because Laura wasn't here. Leanne, you've been <laughs> filling in all week long on the show. I've been fake Laura. You've been fake Laura. Uh, thanks so much for being here with me, because like I said many times during the week, if you weren't here, I would have been on my own, and that's no crack at all. That would make me very sad to think about that. No, it's been such a pleasure being here. I've had so much fun. It's been like the quickest week ever as yeah. well. Yeah, we had some crack and see, the whole thing about the podcast is obviously we're going to get to all the best bits from the week um, but this is our chance to to just say whatever we want and see, the podcast is relatively new to the show. We were very late getting the boat with the podcast and the show Ahem, about two years into the show <laughs> we set up the podcast but I think the last time you covered for Laura was only a couple of months ago so the podcast was going so I mean if, you, if you're listening right now and you've heard many of our podcasts you will have heard Leanne on some of the bits but I think the last time you weren't in for a full week you weren't here on the Friday hence why you weren't in the intro yes I think it was Monday and Tuesday or yeah. just the two days um, but something that happened the last time you were in was so many people didn't even realise Laura was gone and we, we chatted about this on Monday that for some reason I don't know whether it's the pitch or the tone or the speed of your voice you're, you and Laura are like voice twins yeah and the last time that I was chatting to Laura we came to this conclusion as well I don't know what it is because Laura and I are from two different parts of the country like yeah. opposite parts she's Dublin I'm Kerry yeah. so I honestly don't know what it is I feel like because I've been living in Dublin now for like four years over four yeah. years I've kind of subconsciously merged yeah. into like one of you guys. Your accent. Picked it up a little bit on the way. Your accent has neutralised a little bit. Though, in saying that, when we get someone from Kerry or whoever on <laughs> as a caller, you just slip back into it a little bit. You're like, yeah. all right. <laughs> Are we lads? Yeah, that's exactly it. We had we had someone from Tralee on one of the days. You're yeah. like, ah, Tralee, how are yeah. you guys? Are you my neighbour? <laughs> we weren't neighbours, though. We weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, 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 it's funny the way it happens. It's if I'm talking to someone from Chile or from Kerry or it also depends on what I'm talking about so if I'm talking about like GAA or something like that if Kerry are playing you will know yeah. I'm from Kerry you'll know well. about it the accent yeah. the accent goes back and you're at home once again exactly but it's funny the way you just pick up accents it's like you're like yeah. a sponge but that's it when it. You, you you hear when people move away to the likes of London or Australia or even the yeah. States like they'll start picking up mannerisms and certain words and you do just slip into that way completely subconsciously like yeah. anytime I go home and I'd be saying something like not anything particular like just having normal conversation with my family yeah. and next thing my mom or my brother will turn around and be like where did you get that Dublin accent from? <laughs> and I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I'm talking like I normally talk. Am I not from Kerry? They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> no we, we heard it in what you just said there. And I'd, I'd say it again and they'd be like, yeah, I just, I can't hear it at all. Yeah. And that's, that's just from being in Dublin for so long. Yeah. Bad influence, you guys. Uh, and speaking of Dublin, you and I share something in common. We both attended DCU. We sure did. Yeah. Yes. Um, so and we were the same course as well. We were same course in DCU and we were talking about this during the week off air. So when I was in third year, my final yeah. year, you were in first year, is that what we said? I was in first year, yeah. Which is so funny, yeah. Because I remember, because we were both involved, If I mean, people who went to DC, if you're listening now, you'll, you'll be very familiar with NPS, the Media Production Society, whereas, which is where so many people, like radio people that go to DC are involved in. And that's where their mm-hmm. love of radio comes from. Yeah. And I remember seeing you as a as a, a first year um, radio nerd, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, and, and here we are co-hosting the show together mad isn't it mad scenes when I was in first year you were one of the deputy station managers yeah. in college radio shout out DCU FM it's so funny because anytime I talk about DCU on the show like Laura knows my my deep deep love of DCU and I think any DCU head has a real love of DCU it's a ah, real yeah. it's a real uh, sense of camaraderie when you go there like, not, not, like obviously we're biased but I feel DCU people are more loving of DCU than attendees of any other college in the country like I, and it's not just us that feel like or me that feels like that I honestly think that every, like all of my friends from DCU love it the same amount and friends of mine who attend different colleges are like yeah like I like my college but 
yeah that's it yeah. and I'm like oh do you not I like love, love my college. and that's what everyone says about DCU yeah I've, I'm the very same any of my friends as well like I'm, both of us are a couple of years out now well I'm yeah. only a year out but anyone you come across it, it's a deep Found love. It really is. Nice. Uh, and that's what I began saying. Like, anytime I mentioned DC on the show, Laura's like, oh, Jazz just wants to go back to college. He's always <laughs> harping on about DCU. Like if, like, if you had the chance to go back to DCU and not even be here, you would. And it's just such good times, man. Shout out DCU FM. Oh, yeah. That's where this all stemmed from. That's it. Like, that's where we got our first chances on the air. Like, yeah. that's where the... the the passion the love like if you want like that's what in fairness that's why I wanted to go to DCU I knew DCU FM was good and a real good student radio station and that's where you learn your craft if you are a radio person and the person teaching me my craft was you (laughs) and look at us now what a coincidence (laughs) well I suppose that sort of validates me as a as a inverted commas leader when I was in third year completely but but it's so fun because like I was that person I was that person when I was in first year and I remember so vividly when I was in first year two guys called uh, Sean and Owen were the managers of DCU FM and I I like idolised these guys and I was like oh my god I want to be like Sean and Owen so much and like maybe if you're a a long time listener of Spin over the last few years Sean is a guy called Sean Defoe he was uh, station manager when I was in first year he went on to be a newsreader on spin and here in our in our whole company in Communicore that spin is a part of and went on to work on some of the other stations and he's now the the group political correspondent so any politics stuff that goes on on spin and in this whole company Sean is is the guy for and it's so funny when you see you see people go up and you they come out of college and they do all this stuff and I'm like you know, you taught me how to like push all the buttons when I was in college and now we're here and it just continues on just a, like a legacy it is I love it. it's a lot of fun uh, okay we'll stop shiting on about DCU <laughs> now uh, the week was the week was really really fun we had a lot of crack mm-hmm. uh, and coming up in the podcast we talked about online shopping a lot uh, we talked uh, we talked about hedgehogs more than once in different yeah. forms there was cartoon hedgehogs there was uh, baked hedgehogs now not in that sense yeah but you'll find out what we're talking mm-hmm. talking about um, what else went on I'm looking at our thing now. <laughs> the soap. The soap. The pudding. soap. Now, we we found out a weird old fact about Leanne during the week. You can't call it a weird fact anymore because we actually found listeners of the show that completely understood why I love soap cutting videos so much. I'm yeah, not the only one. It is soap cutting ASMR. The, the, the video of it's quite satisfying. The sound of it is something you love and you want yes. to watch and listen to as you go sleep every night. It's therapeutic. You're going to hear all about it. Enjoy the podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. You're on the Zoo crew. It's Jazz and Leanne is covering for Laura. Welcome along to the show. Don't forget, half seven. We are kicking off this week's game of Pressure Pot. Your chance to buy yourself some IOU gig tickets. But Leanne, be honest. Do you think I'm, I'm a bit mad? A little bit. Okay. But... I think your questionable onion badge has been justified, okay? James has been in touch to say you're not supposed to refrigerate takeaway food, so it's actually better out of the oven. Okay, so if you're just joining us, what's going on is for my, essentially for my breakfast today, instead of having some porridge and banana, I had leftover Indian from last night. Now, I didn't refrigerate it last night. It was just sitting in the cold oven uh, overnight and I had an onion bhaji and some naan bread pretty much as my full substantial meal today we're asking you for your most questionable leftovers like have you gone back to food after a couple of days that maybe you shouldn't have but that's interesting that you shouldn't refrigerate takeaway food I I said to you a couple of minutes ago I was like if you had refrigerated it yeah. I wouldn't say anything Yeah, um- but now apparently you've done the right thing now, apparently the onions are deep fried to make you feel even worse oh well I definitely <laughs> felt <you> worse <laughs> they're so delicious though that's it and I am a big fan of going back for leftovers so what is it for you the most ridiculous or outrageous leftovers that you've gone back to maybe it's maybe it's that tub of curry sauce that you got from the Chinese that 
since Saturday night has gone solid and you're eating it with the spoon if that was you 87 711 1038 no judgement zone if you've done that I will say that I've actually been there with you uh, you can text WhatsApp or send us a WhatsApp voice note Abigail welcome to the show talk to us about your outrageous leftovers oh um, well I don't even know if this is credible or not like I think it's pretty respectful but I feel like some people will have um, opinions on it Basically, you know when you're at a family party, there's a big caterer and everything like that. Well, obviously, being the Irish kind of money savers we are, we took all the food home afterwards. Oh, yeah, you have to. Which is, I think, is pretty normal. But anyway, there was like a huge bag of bread rolls, and we had that in our fridge for days, like along with the little packets of butter and everything. And like that hung over, like a nice crusty bread roll, albeit a little bit cold with some butter. Like, delicious. No? Am I wrong in thinking this? Just living on bread rolls for days? Do you know what? I think, I think absolutely. I'm here for that. Like, yeah. and there was no point leaving it there and letting it go off. You bring that sack of bread rolls home. She's exactly. doing And you've got the service. cold chicken curry and all, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, my, my question is, is how long did they last? Because, as you know, bread doesn't stay fresh for a long time. I feel like the only reason they didn't last long is because we were so hungover we just ate them all. So um, <laughs> I'm sure if we had given them a chance, they would have been okay. But, you know, like bread, hungover, it's the ultimate soakage. <laughs> and how many are in your family? Like how many people did you have kind of recruited to get through these bread rolls? <laughs> there's only four of us. But I mean, like a, a hungover Irish person, there's nothing stopping us. Like, That's yeah, it. Give, us, give us something whether it be an onion body left in the oven <laughs> or a big bag of bread rolls like we're here for it <laughs> absolutely Abigail thanks so much no worries at all have a good day guys the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura we just played our first game of Pressure Pot for the week. Uh, if you're just tuning in, just missed it. Now, something that happened during that I started laughing at, but since we've learned, I'm going to play you a little clip of what happened about 10 minutes ago. Fiona was on to play, and this is what went down. A H in a recipe. Uh, hedgehog cupcake. <laughs> what did you say for a H in a recipe? I said hedgehog, hedgehog cupcakes. I don't know where that came from. Please tell me like- you're not making cupcakes made of hedgehogs. <laughs> no. Now, naturally, I was confused as to hedgehog cupcakes. We gave her the mark, but you, Leanne, you just informed me that these are, in fact, a real thing. Yeah, no, you were right in giving her the mark because they are actually real. If you Google search <laughs> hedgehog cake, honest to God, like, it is the most scarring thing you will ever see in your life. Jazz, please explain what you are looking at right now for the first time. So, I've just Googled hedgehog cakes, and these are, it, albeit delicious-looking cakes, but just styled to look like actual hedgehogs. Like the chocolate, it's like an uh, an oval kind of rugby ball shaped cake with the chocolate on top spiked up, so it looks like an actual hedgehog. But the most scary thing about these is that bakers have, for some reason, decided to put like jelly teeth and gums on the front, so that these hedgehogs have giant gnashers. Yeah, it's completely out of proportion. It's honestly the stuff of nightmares. I don't, like, where did this trend of making hedgehog cakes start and why does everyone know about it except for me? I don't know. You know what I feel like it is? You know Colin the Caterpillar? Yeah. The cake. I feel like they were like, right, we need another animal, guys. Come on. What are we coming up with? And they were like, hedgehogs, they're really cute. They could look really cute on a cake. Try this. And I mean, like, the concept is fine, but, like, it's just, it's the jelly it's, teeth that do it for it's me. It's like, the things. It, you'd see these in nightmares. You'd be like, what is that little thing? Like, you creak up into your attic. Open the door. It's, like, really dark, but you just see, like, shining bright and pink teeth and gums you're like oh what is that oh it's a hedgehog no it's actually a chocolate cake made of hedgehog I'm sure it would taste great because there's chocolate fingers on it as well like replicating the spikes of it these are going from chocolate hedgehogs into chocolate porcupines Oh yeah. Oh, what's the difference? I don't know. I think porcupines are in the are are they not in the sea? And maybe they're puffer fish. <laughs> no, no. Oh god. Porcupines, I think, have longer spikes. spikes. Yeah. This is bringing me back to the time. Remember a few months ago when the trend was everything was cake. You'd see oh, something made yeah. up and you'd slice into it, and everything's made of cake. Hedgehog cakes. What maybe is going on? Maybe that's how it came about. Maybe I'm a cake. Maybe you are. <laughs> the cast with Jazz and Laura. Over the weekend. 
I've spoken about my dog Zinc a lot on the show. He's a celeb at this stage. <laughs> <He> <laughs> really a little is. bit, a little bit of a celeb. It's gone to his head. <laughs> but over the weekend, I was walking him, and obviously, being a responsible dog owner, you have to be prepared for what happens on walks. Mm-hmm. So you have to have your pooper scooper bags with you. And I've actually, I, I was speaking a couple of months ago on the show about how Zinc was so good at the start. Like he, he actually didn't do poos on walks. Like I always had the bags, but he just, it was like he just didn't know he could poo outside. Okay. And he only did his, uh, his poos out the back garden. But since then, he knows how to poo outside on walks now, which is grand. Have the bags, have them ready. Always clean up after your dog. Yeah, you're prepared for it. Bad crack when you walk and dog poo and you're in about. Yeah. But over the weekend, <laughs> I had to pick up some of Zinc's business. And it's grand to have my little black bags, that's fine. And oh, dog owners will know, it's just when you can smell it and you're still a few feet away, <laughs> it's pungent. Yeah. And uh, that was fine. I was picking it up and it was warm. Lovely. And as I was picking it up, there was a little bit of grass that was underneath stuck in it. So I didn't want to pull all that into the bag because the grass was kind of dry and it was just kind of going all over the place so I had the poo gripped in my hand through the poo bag ready to almost turn inside out yeah yeah. but I was kind of shaking it about a little bit trying to get the grass off next thing I know my finger my index finger felt warmer than the rest of my hand and I looked down and realised that my finger had ripped through the bag into the steaming poo oh my god and I was in the middle of a park out on a walk no wipes no nothing bag of hot poo in hand with finger in the actual bag and I was just like why? why? you can be as prepared as you think leaving the house (laughs) with the dog like you you know you do your checklist you're like yeah I got the bags leave for the dog everything but oh my goodness has this taught us that you need (laughs) so much more to take on your walks you need wipes. You need... Well, actually, everyone is carrying around hand sanitizer as yeah. it is. The only thing is, you don't want to just put sanitizer over it and, like, rub the poo oh, yeah. in. <laughs> you know? Make a paste. I, <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Why is all of my hand now brown? Yeah. <laughs> but all I was forced to do was wipe it in the grass and continue on. That is all you can do. It's like when you get it on your shoe. Like, that's... Uh, well, obviously, there's no comparison with your hand and your shoe, but... Yeah, unless you got a little portable sink along with you, there's not really much you can do. Yeah, so to take my mind off it, I just tucked into the bag of crisps I had with me. That was lovely. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Absolutely not. <laughs> I went home and had the onion bhaji. <laughs> <laughs> the aforementioned onion bhaji, but no, yeah. Always be prepared. That's all I'll say. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Leanne is here. I'm here, but I've got a little something to tell you. Now, this has come from our conversation last night when we were talking about the fleets and kind of new features that different social media apps bring in. Yeah. Okay? So, you have to remember, stories originally, like, started on Snapchat. Yes. So, I was thinking about what is on Snapchat now that kind of they use to increase people's use of the app. Because, yeah, because you know, social media is changing all the time and yeah. I think Snapchat is on a little bit of a downward spiral at the moment but we were talking about the weird thing when you scroll all the way to the right and they have all these like weird kind of news article things yeah. and I don't really know what's going on but you like these. I love them. I think that you find such hidden gems among these little features and one that I am a little bit obsessed with that you don't understand but I think it's because you've never seen it before is soap cutting videos. Soap cutting videos. Yeah. Please explain, because this this baffled me last night. <laughs> so you basically get a bar of soap. Somebody carves like lines across and, you know, underneath it and stuff like that. And then they use like, a, I don't know, there's a special name for the knife, but I can't remember it right now. A knife anyways, and they slide along the bar of soap and it just breaks apart in little pieces. But it's not even, okay, watching it, so therapeutic. Yeah. Listening to it, oh, even better. Okay, so we have a little clip here of soap carving. This is the weird thing that you love. Love it. Listen. Okay, so all the the little little soapy bits are falling off. Yeah. This this is ASMR. Pretty much. This is soap ASMR. You know, some people like listening to other people eat. 
you like to listen to soap being carved. Yes. Isn't that just like beautiful? It's like I the sound of rain. I was going to say, it kind of sounds just like hailstones on a conservatory or whatever. But that's your weird thing. Soap yeah. ASMR is <laughs> what gets you going. I love it. Every <laughs> night before bed, I will not sleep until I watch a couple of those soap <laughs> Like on Snapchat. Do you ever try your own bar of soap at home? I don't have a bar of soap. I've actually never <laughs> bought one. And I'm so invested in everybody else doing it that I've never thought of doing it myself. <laughs> Maybe I will have to do that by the end of the week. Okay, so off the back of Leanne admitting this really weird obsession, soap carving ASMR, we're going to open the phones on this. 087-711-1038. Shoot us a text or a WhatsApp or a voice note if you're that way inclined. What's your weird thing? What is, like there isn't really a, a word that we can say here. It's your weird obsession, something that yeah. is maybe a small bit embarrassing or something that you just love, really gets you going, not in a weird way, well <laughs> maybe in a weird maybe. way if you're like that but maybe it's, you know, it's soap carving ASMR, maybe it's normal like, well not normal but ASMR when people are eating and you know I'm going to eat this banana right now ASMR is so weird but what is it for you what is your weird obsession 87 1038 text whatsapp whatsapp voice note I will tell you mine I have a weird thing for silk like I just I it. just love how it feels like not on clothes but you know on tags of clothes yeah. I just love rubbing it with my fingers okay like that's, I get it and I have since I was a child silk like I'll constantly if I'm watching TV I'll just have like my hand up the inside of my jumper just rubbing <laughs> the tag it's so weird and if I'm caught doing it I definitely look like I'm feeling myself it's just the tag yeah so it's anything to do with like the sensors like yeah. anything that's yeah. really like hypersensitive yes See, that's the same. Yours is touch, mine is sound. That's it. And kind of sight as well. What is it for you? Your weird thing, something that you just love, let us know. 087-711-1038. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are asking you, what's that little weird, quirky thing that you can't get enough of and you just have to do it every day? Mine is soap cutting. Jazz, you don't understand it, but I have found a friend. Somebody who understands me for my obsession. I'm so happy. Leanne is in for Laura this week and we have found something very strange about you. That is your soap cutting. But Gary, you join us on the line right now and you know what Leanne is talking about. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like they, they cut them all the other all different ways and then they just fall apart. Like, Yeah. Oh Gary, you're my new best friend. Honestly. <laughs> and you said as well about the sand cutting videos. That is one I forgot to mention because they kind of link in together sometimes on those videos yeah they're all the same one and like oh you just get there for ages just watching them like they're bad yeah I just can't stop looking at them I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're making you feel like satisfied inside is it like I don't really these aren't my thing although I can appreciate when people like these satisfying things but what is it about them for you I don't know you, I don't know maybe you're, just, you're watching them like at, at, at night time and you're just like Glued to them for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's so satisfying. Like. <laughs> it's like a little lullaby before you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> before yourself. <laughs> okay, so soap cutting, squishy sand. Would I be right in saying that um, the videos of like certain shape things fitting into other shapes would fall into the same oh, category? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everything kids' toys and they put like the triangle, like. Yeah. In perfectly, like. <laughs> if you like the a triangle into a little triangle triangle shape slot yeah. but it's when things in real life fit into it like I don't know like a ball into a pipe or something yeah like there was one that I seen there yesterday I think it was like a I don't even know what it was like a, a table tennis ball slots perfectly into a toilet roll like insert like yeah okay oh, it just slots down perfectly like. <laughs> and, when, and when you see it you're like oh yeah oh yeah, give like, it to me yeah stick that ball in there oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah <laughs> that's gas Jazz you're coming around to the idea now I, I think, think I am I'm, I'm understanding the satisfaction element to it <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he's one of Leanne us Gary Leanne knows, Leanne knows the sus like. I know the sus oh, I'm, I'm down <laughs> Gary thanks Mel. take it easy no worries take it easy enjoy I think you're just glad Leanne that we found someone that has backed up your point so you're not totally yeah. out on your own in this one I think we can remove the word weird from this yeah now, because Jazz you are coming around to the idea I am <laughs> you know the more you've talked about it, I'm like 
I could actually get down with cutting some of this soap. I have a bar of soap at home. I might go and start carving it up tonight. Promise me before you go to sleep tonight, you will watch a couple of soap cutting videos. <laughs> I, and I promise you, you will have the best sleep in your entire life. Maybe I'll start making my own. And make your own. <laughs> DIY soap Who cutting. knows? The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Have you ever been in the situation now? No, no one has or should have been recently when parties aren't really a thing, but... Yeah. In years previous, when you're trying to organise an event or a function for people, are you ever worried about, oh, if people are going to have a good time, if you will have enough things to do and, and occupy your guests and, and entertain them? Of course, you always want to be the perfect host. So, uh, a lady has gone viral on Twitter. Her name is Emily Flake and she tweets, I've never planned a better party than the one that I planned when I was eight. And accompanying the tweet was three A4 sheets in which she had detailed every minute of her eighth birthday party. I'm going to read it out for you now and at the end you can tell me if this is a party that you'd like to go to. Okay. Here we go. Plans for my eighth slumber party. She lists out the guests. 4.30, guests arrive. 4.31, run up to my room. 4.33, lay out sleeping bags. 4.33 to 4.45, talk and giggle. <laughs> 4.45 to 5, make funny faces and make remarks. Important. 5 to 5.45, eat supper. 5.45, go upstairs again. 5.45 to 6, draw pictures. 5 to 6.30, haul the radio upstairs. Maybe that's a big job. They never have to do it. I'm glad they listen to the radio. 6.30 to 7. Dance. That's it. 7 to 7.30. Um, lie around talking about how some things are so mean. Because yeah, you have to be real. It's not all fun and games at an eight-year-old slumber party. Yeah, she's real. <laughs> 8 to 8.25. Put on makeup and giggle. 8.25. Take it off. <laughs> 8.30 to 8.35. Dad takes our pictures. 8.35 to 8.54 Dad takes us out for donuts 8.54 to 9 Eat them 9 to 9.25 Play hide and seek 9.25 to 9.50 Dance 9.50 to 9.55 Get into our PJs 9.55 to 10.45 Have a pillow fight 10.45 to 11.01 Exactly 16 minutes Read a little more 11.01 to 12.02 An hour and one minute Have another pillow fight It can't go longer than that though 12.02 to 12.30 Pretend to be an animal 12.30 to 1 Play charades Spelt S-H-R-A-D-S Charades <laughs> 1 to 1.30 Have another pillow fight 1.30 to whenever we wake up Sleep <laughs> And then Whenever we wake up To 10 Eat breakfast 10 to 10.15, get dressed and on with the next day. Like, that is every inch of the party planned out. That is just so thorough. I just have to take a minute. Wow. Like, that girl is going, like, seven hours straight. Oh, yeah. But what I want to know is, because this is all planned out, literally, second by second, what happens, you know... Forbid that anything should run yeah. one minute later than is scheduled. What is this girl going to do? I don't know, because you, you know when you have it so planned out to a T, if something goes wrong, that knocks everything out. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this is a while ago, so I'm hoping it all went to plan. Like when you have 61 so. minutes for a pillow fight, if it goes under, it goes over, bad things can happen. Yeah, like it's so well thought out, but I just think that this girl, because it's so well thought out, would have some serious repercussions should yeah. anything go out of line. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are chatting about your online shopping disasters. Anytime that you've ever received something that is a wrong product or just something you didn't order full stop. Uh, Kira's been in touch to say, I ordered a second-hand iPhone X off a website recently for 500 euro and when it arrived, she got two phones. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a disaster or I think, unreal. Yeah. Oh my God, hit the jackpot there. Oh, but wouldn't you feel like so guilty? What would you do? Would you try and say nothing or would you be like, look, You've made a mistake here and, and, and hope they they applaud and and give in to your soundness and like give yeah. you, I don't know, 100 quid or something. What yeah, would you like do? A, like a discount off something else or a gift voucher maybe. But, but if that's second hand, does that mean like just a, not even a shop or a company or a warehouse, just a person has accidentally sent two phones? Uh, 
or it, maybe it was in the shop or something. Yeah, they could it. refurbish it or something. But yeah, like, I mean, we're talking about things that, you know, you've gotten a really, really small version of what you are ordered. Yeah. But I think that this is like, this is I would be time. delighted yeah. to get that. <laughs> uh, Megan says, I ordered leggings during the first lockdown. They arrived the next day and they were literally as thin as tights and they were about six foot long as well. <laughs> they were taller than me and I'm 5'5". Five five. Spent 20 euro on them as well. Devastated. Yeah, you know, but with things like this comes opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't fit your legs because the actual tights are six foot. But I mean, you can just put them over your body and... I don't it's know. like an extra layer of warmth, maybe. Yeah, it'd be like, like a long john for your whole body. Oh, I love it. Like, there's definitely opportunity for playing around there. Bit of DIY. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia, welcome along to the show. Talk to us about your online shopping disaster. Oh, my God. So, it was actually, I did it for my sister because I would use, I like that, like, Jan used to use Wish all the time just to buy little things under a tenner or whatever. Yeah. And my sister had spotted this, like, little necklace she wanted. So, I went ahead and got it for her in her name. So, it came and she opened it. And my sister's only 12, and it was actually a silver vibrator. Um, <laughs> we were, oh, obviously, we explained to her. She didn't know what it was. And I was like, eh, it's just something adult, you know, it's, it's something you need. Oh, God. I was like, eh. yeah, so I just, I don't know, I had to just throw it away, but I was, obviously I wasn't going to send it back. But we actually peeled <laughs> up, we saw on the, on the envelope, like on the packaging, it's like the sticker we peeled it off but there was like this exact same sticker from Wish but with a different girl's name on it but in America so in my head I was like oh my god some poor American is after getting a necklace instead of her vibrator <laughs> oh god I hope she realised it was different and didn't try to use the necklace for what she had intended to do with the other I thing yeah. so too <laughs> <laughs> were you there with her as she opened it no, I had to. I came home from work and she told me like, "Oh, I got the necklace, but it wasn't a necklace." Oh no! Oh my god! See, I reckon what happens is a lot of these products are coming from the same factory, so they're kind of just like I'd say millions them and millions there. of orders coming in every single day, and they are just chucking them left, right, and center, making sure it just goes out and they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god! What a mix-up, Leisha. <laughs> that is gas. Thank you so much. No problem, thanks for having me on. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We were just talking about uh, some of your online shopping disasters. I mean, in the run-up to Christmas, everyone has a story. There's oftentimes things are going wrong. And this has just come in from Stephanie on WhatsApp. Hey, is my mom only received an order there on Saturday. She ordered a six-foot Christmas tree with a Santi that stands at the side of it. Lovely. And she was waiting ages for her. And I kept saying to her, check her, like, can you not track it? And she said, I can't remember what site I got it off. She says, i just seen an ad on Instagram. And it arrived on Saturday in a tiny little box. <laughs> and it was literally the skinniest, scaldiest looking <laughs> Santi and Christmas tree you'd ever seen in your life. The Santi was actually like a Ken doll. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> and just like that, Christmas is ruined. Oh, yeah. I mean, Water maybe maybe Santa's getting in shape and that's why he looks like a like a Ken doll. Yeah. Imagine yeah. him coming down your chin, your chimney. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> Ken. <laughs> the Cast with Jazz and Laura. It's New Word Wednesday. Ah, here we go. I'm excited. New Word Wednesday. So, again, just for a little bit of context, Leanne, you're filling uh, in for Laura this week. Mm -hmm. New Word Wednesday has quickly become Laura Bracken's favourite time of the week. It started off as me doing this because I thought it would be a good opportunity to, to educate and inform and expand your vocab and have the crack. Okay. And I got a little bit of stick for it at the start. But since then... It has proved its worth and it's become a firm favourite of Laura Bracken. So I'm expecting big things and I think you're going to enjoy New Word Wednesday. I think I am as well. So the way it works is I've got a Word of the Day app on my phone. It gives me a push notification every day with a new word. And these are good words. Words you haven't heard before. They're big, they're intelligent, but most importantly, they're useful. You can add this to your repertoire, impress your friends, which is by sprinkling these into conversations. Like they're not overly mad complicated words it's yeah. just kind of nice little ooh type of words if you get me you know yeah. words that make you go ooh okay so the way it works is I'm going to give you the word first you have to guess what you think it is have a have a stab in the dark what you think it might be then you get a clue then we'll reveal 
Uh, expand your vocab. Have the crack. New word, new word Wednesday. Your word today is prattle. 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 Or as the man says... Prattle. Prattle. Go again. Prattle. 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 I'm feeling like this might be an object of some sort. Okay. And I think it might be something that you use in like building or like DIY, maybe around the house. Okay, so a tool of some sort, kind of. I think so. I can tell you, you're not even close. Prattle is a verb. Now your clue is... So you look like two prattle. Okay. Prattling happens a whole lot on this show. Like this show's motto could be we prattle. That's it. That's your clue. Is it another word for like rambling? Yes. Prattle. To talk for long periods of time about insignificant things. Ah. Witches a zoo crew For three hours we are here Talking absolute <laughs> nonsense about, th- about things that don't really matter And you could say That we are prattling We prattle on the zoo crew We talk for long periods of time About insignificant things But I don't know if this is insignificant Because you just learned a new word And isn't that wow. not a prattle You wouldn't think it is what it is But it is Yeah Can I ask of the spelling of that word? P-R-A-T-T-L-E It's like rattle with a P Okay Prattle There you go Just prattling on Kind of just prattling, prattling on, or if you're, yeah. you know, if you're like maybe, uh, maybe, maybe not at Christmas times, you have like extended family that you haven't seen in a while, and they're going on and on and on. They are prattling. Gotcha. And you can call them a prattler. No, I made that bit up. But there you go. Expand your vocab. Have the crack. Did you expand your vocab? Tick. Did you have the crack? Tick. Yay! Yay. New word Wednesday. <laughs> it's always a success. Now, earlier on in the show, we were talking about some of your online shopping disasters. I mean, in the run to Christmas. Oh, by the way, we haven't even mentioned. It's the 25th of November. We're exactly one month out from Christmas. How did we make it this far? Oh, damn. (laughs) But with everyone online shopping recently... Of course, you can't really go in and out of shops a whole lot. Online shopping is so big, there are disaster stories. But one thing that always gets me when online shopping, and I saw it recently when I was trying to like order some Christmas presents, and you know when you have an idea of what you want to get, but you're trying to, you know, compare the market and see what one's best and see specifically, yeah. specifically the reviews and see what people are thinking about this product. Okay. Especially if you haven't ordered it before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that could be good, but you want to make sure like this type or this brand is what you need. I was doing that recently. I'm not going to say what I was looking for because it might spoil a Christmas present. Okay. But I was reading reviews online and it was like, yeah, 200 five-star reviews, 104 star reviews, zero three star zero two star and 51 star reviews I'm like so many mixed messages in that and then you read through them and yeah like whatever three out of four will be will be yeah this product is great here are some pictures of me using it it was really good and I would so recommend this product and the next one is like ah oh, this this thing exploded at home <laughs> but yeah. the thing is which ones of those can you believe? And this is my issue because, and answer this honestly, Leanne. Okay. Have you ever ordered a product online, gotten it, loved it, and been like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leave a review where I bought that product. Or uh, if I have done it maybe once in my life, I think. See, like people, I, I honestly think that those good reviews on pages are made up so mm. that people like me, suckers like me, <laughs> read them, believe them, and then buy the product. I have never been like, oh, I'm going to get it online. Hey, that was so good. Type, type, type. Love this. Thanks so much. We'll be ordering. I've never done that. And I honestly believe that there aren't people out there who do believe that. Hence, that leads me to, to believe that all reviews online are fake and and people are paid by these companies to leave dishonest reviews and hype up the product. And But the only reviews I know people leaving are bad reviews. 
Do you know? But do you think that the company would go to the effort of having like 2,000 five-star reviews? I reckon they would. <laughs> all robots. I reckon they actually would because that's what... that's what It looks good. That's the only yeah. like fact-checking you can do when ordering online. So I like this is a little conspiracy theory that I have. Okay. And I honestly, I'm backing it. I mean, I understand it because I'm just thinking of myself. If I was looking at reviews online for a product or a service or whatever, I would always go and look at the one star review. Yeah, me because too. I'm like, okay, I don't really need to know like what's great about it. I can kind of see it like from the pictures and like gauge it from the description and stuff. I want to know what is the absolute worst that could happen yeah. if I buy this product. But those are the reviews that and I believe. The real people. Because the real people. people will complain yeah. if something goes wrong. If something is great, you never go, you know what? I'm going to tell that manufacturer. This is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. I feel like though people are more inclined to do the good reviews for services. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you want to you want to compliment a person on a good job yeah. they've done of doing the windows or fixing the gutter, but like, like doing your hair. Yeah, it, you want to do something online. You're not gonna you're not gonna be like that was great. Thank you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a conspiracy theory. I'm backing it. Okay, so for products, <laughs> they're all fake, and for services, they might be real. Pretty much. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I think we all love a good movie or a show or a sound, something that takes us right back to our childhood, makes us feel all warm and fuzzy, lovely and bit of nostalgia in there as well. And people in the film and TV industry have tended to do this a lot in recent years and times, sometimes for good, but other times they've kind of been a flop. Well, they're back at it again for a live action film of... Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, Clifford the Big Red Dog coming to the big screen once again. I actually don't know if I ever really watched this as a kid. I was aware of it, but it was okay. never one of the shows that I was like, oh, I must go home and watch this. I think I was more kind of freaked out by it. Yeah, the concept of like a 10-foot dog. That is red. That is red. Yeah. Yeah, is a bit weird. Well, if you think the animated one is a little bit strange, like just imagine a live action version. Now they've released the trailer for it and because it looks lifelike, they've basically got a golden retriever puppy. <laughs> oh and no. Painted it ah, red. Stop. They can't do that. It's not actually painted red. Disclaimer, like no harm to the dog that is in this film or anything. People are going to come after you for this, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, it wasn't me. No, uh, the lovely uh, CGI, however okay. they can do it on the computers, makes the dog look red. He's not actually red. Please don't think that. But they have they have somehow mutated him that he is 10 foot tall. Yeah, and it's so funny. In, in the trailer, what they've done to make him look like he is that big. Use a teeny tiny camera. Not even that. They've used teeny tiny dogs. Well, obviously the dogs are like realistic size yeah. but they've like shrunk them down or else they've made the dog really big so in the trailer they kind of like pan a couple of dogs and then as you go along you get to this dog and they like zoom out and you can see like oh my god it's a big red dog <laughs> yeah well like this is mad and I think that there's been like a lot of controversy with stuff that they've like CGI remaked yeah in like the last while that hasn't really gone well there's been um, loads because there's been like the Lion King and stuff yeah they did Sonic the Hedgehog as well and I oh, remember that, like that was due for release they had a date and everything for that but people went absolutely mad at this and were like that looks nothing like Sonic like you can't make this into a film and they actually like pulled it back I think and uh, remade the Sonic to look more like Sonic that you know of but again like if it's a live action remake does that mean that they have to get an actor to essentially look like Sonic like isn't that the whole crack with yeah. live action like it's real yeah and whatever they do then on the computer kind of fills in the gaps with that yeah so it will be a real actor but what I like because this film is like aiming to make you feel oh like oh my childhood yeah. that kind of way like do they think that we're too old for animated films because I would I rather know. an animated version of this film than <laughs> stop <laughs> dressing people up like hedgehogs yeah. and just get a hedgehog <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura we have got a pair of tickets to see Codaline live at Malahai Castle next June. Now, this was a gig that was supposed to happen this year. Yes. But because of obvious reasons, it got postponed. But I think it is quite the upgrade, actually, in moving it because it was supposed to be in the Olympia, but now it's in Malahai Castle. So can you imagine the first real gig back 
to normal world. Yes, for say. sure. A sunny day because we know it's going to be sunny end of June. Proper leaving cert weather. Malahide Castle in Dublin. Coda Lion. Uh, we are playing our final game of Coda Lying for the week and taking on the game is Vera. Hello, what's going on? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> good, how are you? Pretty good. Thank you very much. What are you up to on this wild Friday night? I'm just out working actually at the minute. Are you? What are you doing? I'm delivering food. Oh, lovely. Anything nice yeah. on the menu? Um, if you like Indian, yeah, there's <gasps> nice things. We were only talking about onion bhajis on Monday. I bloody love Indian. I had oh. some had some last Sunday, had some leftover onion bhajis that I left in the oven. I had them as a nice little Monday uh, snack. Oh, lovely. There you go. So good. Do you, <laughs> do you think, uh, or have you found it's busier tonight with all the things that are on telly and stuff tonight? Yeah, I think it is. But it's only picking up now. So yeah. I think starting to get their dinner now so flat yeah. out now uh, okay well you're out doing uh, lots of work giving people some lovely stuff hopefully we can give you f- some lovely stuff in the form of some Coda line tickets how's that sound yeah hopefully so you have to guess which of myself or Jazz's statements is the lie so my statement is when I was nine I won a national poetry competition on the radio got to fly from Kerry to Dublin in a private helicopter and was junior director on a board in a big hotel group and my statement is that I am more flexible than you think and I'm able to do a backflip from standing Vera who do you think is Coda lying I think Jazz is Coda lying you think I'm Coda lying why yeah because I just no offense to you I just you don't look like a flexible person <laughs> <laughs> I don't look flexible I love how you can no. you can tell that just by I'm assuming like insta stories and a face I don't look like a flexible person <laughs> yeah I don't know well your ju- your, yeah, your judgement <laughs> is correct Hooray! well done uh, I am in fact not really that flexible no way I can do a backflip from standing and more importantly you've just bagged yourself tickets to go and see Codaline well done Woo-hoo. thank you so much The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Today is a very important day, not so much for us in Ireland, uh, but for our American Canadian friends. It yeah. is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for, Jazz? Uh, like I said at the start of the show, I'm thankful you're here this week because if you weren't, I'd be here on my oh, Todd. And I that's asked, no crack. I asked you that so you'd say that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, look. It's all good. People know about the food that comes with it, obviously. But I think it's almost a good thing that we don't have it over here because the amount of Thanksgiving fails that happen every year is uh, quite astonishing. Every single year without fail, hashtag Thanksgiving fail will trend on Twitter. <laughs> and it is. It's actually today. This is this is Thanksgiving. I today actually thought it was today. tomorrow, but no, it's today. Today is the day. Absolutely. Um, I want to run through a few of my favourite Thanksgiving fails. Now... Food is probably the biggest culprit of these fails. So let me just run through a few with you. Let's go. My grandma accidentally poured dish soap on the turkey instead oh, of oil. Oh, no. Yummy. Oh, no. Like, that would literally be like ruining Christmas dinner when it's on the table. Yeah. Because like, oh, you'd really only realise when you, like, bite into it and you're like, what um, is b- Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> you burp and there's bubbles coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Mix it in with your drink of water and it's like, what is happening? <laughs> Fountain. Uh, there's another one. I thought it would be a funny prank to put a rubber chicken in the oven on Thanksgiving, <laughs> not knowing that adults preheat ovens. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what would happen? I suppose it would just either melt, or you know those rubber chickens that are—they're actually kind of frightening and they'd be. Uh, like dog toys but they have the little squeaker in them and they just look like they're going uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like if the squeaker was somehow activated by the, the oven or the heat or something if it was uh, expanding or contracting like you would actually think like the turkey had come alive and it was screaming to get out of oh the oven oh my goodness that was a really good impression <laughs> That's my calling in life. I'm, oh. I'm wasted on the radio. I should be as uh, an impressionist of a rubber chicken. I think so. It's your newfound talent. <laughs> well, rest in peace to that poor little rubber yeah. chicken in the oven. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. Uh, another one, not food related this time, which just goes to show that there's many other mishaps that happen. Uh, one Thanksgiving, our feast came to a screeching halt because my aunt's dog was bleeding. So she rushed oh. him to the emergency vet but it turned out to be 
cranberry juice. Oh no. <laughs> cranberry sauce. It's always so good, but surely like you'd know because it's more purple than red yeah I wonder what colour the dog was for them to know like was it like a sparkling white dog yeah they're maybe, like what's that yeah maybe if it was like a sparkling white dog they would be like okay that's a little bit red there. you know you say these are Thanksgiving fails but I'm sure I'm sure stuff like this happens at Christmas like here do you know oh yeah 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 fails are fails so this is most more so a warning for you uh, just to make sure you don't have any rubber chickens lying around your house <laughs> and if you do take it out of the oven before it goes on yeah maybe put your little white dog into the utility room for Christmas day you know that she hurts my throat the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Facebook face off Facebook love alright here we go it's Thursday and on Thursdays we do the Facebook face off uh, we go through our Facebook memories see, as, see what has popped up and more importantly See whose memories are more cringy. Uh, this this is your first time doing the Facebook face-off, Leanne, because the last time you were covering for Laura, this wasn't even a thing. No. Yeah, I feel like this is dangerous water to be getting into, but <laughs> we'll see what comes up. Okay, you can take the lead. Go for it. Okay, so this day, eight years ago, and I'm actually like so surprised that I'm sitting in this seat right now when I tell you this. This day, eight years ago, I posted on Facebook saying... What number do you text into spin for their competition line? <laughs> no way! Yeah, yeah that honestly, is so isn't funny. that such a coincidence? <laughs> And look at me now. <laughs> Little did you know, eight years ago, you wouldn't just need the number, you'd be bloody sitting here. I know. Isn't that <laughs> mad? Like, honestly, I, I saw that come up and I was like, there's no way that this is so much of a coincidence yeah. like that's going to happen now it was so funny because it was literally when we were doing this segment last week I had a um, a status up about work experience when I did and Laura's like oh my god is that when you did work experience in Spain because I did work experience here when I was in TY oh my goodness gas uh, well okay this actually could be one of my better slash most cringy ones of these we've ever done okay go on this day 10 years ago uh, 2010 Bear in mind, I was 14. I was yep. 14. Mm-hmm. That, that is vital for this. <laughs> oh, God. I really don't want to read this out. My status on Facebook. Sex is like Nokia connecting people. Like Nike, just do it. Like Pepsi, ask for more. Like Samsung, everyone is invited. And like me, too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I actually don't think I've had a... a, That was my status. I don't think I've had a cringier status on Facebook ever. How many likes did you get on that? Oh, two. (laughs) (laughs) Was it worth putting it up? What the hell? Like, where did I even get that? And why did I think that I could could post something like that when I was 14? 14. (laughs) Oh, jazz. Poor little teenager, adolescent jazz. What was going through your mind? Get in the seat. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Welcome to Friday night. Flush or float. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, it is flush or float time on the show. We do it around this time every Friday. We go through three random topics and say where we sit on them. Do we flush them or float? Flush? Nah, we do not like. Get away with that. And float? Yeah, we can get on board with. Uh, three seconds to decide. We can't have differing opinions. Okay, are we ready for topic number one? Let's go. Topic number one. DMs on TikTok. Flush. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I love a DM. Yeah. I love a DM, same as the next guy. But on TikTok, I don't know why. I just find them kind of annoying. Like, I, I, I don't think I have any actual chats with people on TikTok the same way you would on Instagram or whatever and do you know the other thing that I find annoying is you know you can like send people TikToks and they show up in a DM Mm -hmm. I find that really annoying I don't don't know why really? yeah I don't know obviously people are just trying to share a funny TikTok but I just don't like the way it goes into your DMs because then I find I just have loads to look through 
and I don't like all of them. That's true. And the notification always stays on your phone as well if you don't open that DM. Yeah. But I, I completely get it because I would go like a couple of days without like talking properly to my friends. Yeah. But I will send them videos on TikTok. Yeah. Like daily. daily. Yeah, see, that's the thing. One thing <laughs> I don't like about the DMs on TikTok as well, and I will give this to you. You know when like you have your phone locked? Yes. And somebody DMs you like that, but it comes up and it's just you've received a message. You can't actually see. You don't see. Like, there's no preview of like what you're getting into, so you could get like 10 at a time. And, and you're f- like, oh and my for God, that I reason, get it. Yeah, for that reason, you can't ghost them. You can't give them a little look. Like, nah, you have to go in, check it, and yeah. you're like, oh, I have to reply now. Mm. However, I mean, they are a legit form DM, so we can't flush them all the way. We will let them float. Okay. Topic number two. Black Friday. <laughs> Honestly, up until this year, I would have said I would have said flush. Okay. I always used to really like see the hype for Black Friday and be the first person to be like, "Why are you getting so buzzed about?" Like they just hike up the prices to bring them back down. Yeah. But for this this year, for some reason, I don't know. I'm just so damn indecisive. I'm like, geez, if I don't get my stuff now, like, well, I'll be paying too much next week. So I have, I have. Uh, succumb to the magic that is Black Friday yeah I think it's at a good time of the year as well like you know you have to buy Christmas presents you know who you have to buy Christmas presents for so now is the time to do it I think Black Friday is a good incentive to buy what you need maybe at a reduced price yeah just in time to save yourself from the panic that will ensue a couple of weeks later when you haven't done your Christmas shopping I also think that we can't really do a whole lot of shopping in person these days so it's all online so you're like "Ah, I'll take the deal so yeah Black Friday we can dig it just do your research and also mentioning Black Friday we have an unreal gift guide on the Spin website right now all Irish products people are calling it Green Friday so support small businesses buy Irish so uh, head over to the Spin website now and you can see a deadly gift guide for Irish products absolutely topic number three then selection boxes Flush. Oh, <laughs> flush. Are you joking? Now, hear me out, okay? And I think it's because I have like this deep rooted, like, semi hatred for them. Because my mom. A hatred is, for selection boxes. Yeah, kind of. Like, uh, of course I love them because they're chocolate and everything. And, you know, it's Christmas, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's because my mother has an obsession with buying way more than she needs to, <laughs> only because they're on special offer so you know the way they do they're like oh three for five euro yeah. kind of thing she will buy 12 of them for 20 euro just because they're on special offer bearing in mind that there's only myself and my brother in the house that will actually eat them and we have too many cousins to give them away I'm sorry Leanne but I see absolutely <laughs> no problem with what you're talking about my mom buys too many selection boxes and there's only a few of us yeah, so like that means you get more I know, but like, of course, Christmas is a time to treat yourself, have loads of chocolate, but like, you don't want so much that you're going to be sick and still eating it in like February and March. Uh, sorry, do not comprehend. Uh-huh. <laughs> the with Jazz and Laura. The Zoo Cruise. The Zoo Cruise. Free 50 Friday. Oh yeah, we love it on a Friday. Free 50 Friday edition out. A little bit of cash just in time for the weekend. Because what is better than free money? Oh crap, I ruined it. <laughs> like, crap, scratch that. There's actually nothing better than free money. But what we know is what's better than money? Free money. Yeah, yeah. Free money. <laughs> Irla, welcome to the show. What's going on? What are you up to? Hey, literally just like getting my ready to go back to the house to go watch the toy show. Oh, you're getting the toy show in. Yeah, how, every year you have to. That's the tradition, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and do you have all your own Christmas decorations up? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, we've been trying to get everything sorted and to get everything up. It's always just a mad rush, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Everything's just painting and decorating and then decorating again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what it is like. Are you up for a game of Free 50 Friday? Yeah. Okay. All right, Irla. This is how it's going to work. So both Jazz and I have five questions. Each question is worth ten euro. If you get five right answers, you're getting yourself fifty euro for free. Perfect. Yeah. Easy as that. Okay. Here we go. Free fifty Friday, Irla. Let's do it. Question number one. Name one artist on the Longitude 2021 lineup. Uh, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. 
Yeah. Is correct. Well done. Interesting. Yeah. None of the three headliners. <laughs> but Jack Arlo. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he's the first one to pop into my head. Yeah. yeah, he's down there. You're dead right. Well done. Uh, 10 quid in the bag. Well done. Good stuff. Perfect. Question number two Name the Argentinian footballing legend that passed away this week. Diego Maradona. Spot on. Yes. Well done. 20 yeah. quid. Good start. All right, question number three Beyonce leads the pack this year in nominations for which prestigious music award? Oh, I don't know. Best female artist? I don't know. I'll give you a clue. Think think more specific in the actual award show. Oh, uh, like, uh, I don't know, a Grammy or something. I don't know. I hey, actually no idea. Spot on. Well <laughs> done. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Very good guess. Someone, someone here beside me saying Taylor Swift, but like, that's not the answer to a Beyonce question. No, that's not the answer. Well done. 30 quid. Nice one. Question number four. What cartoon dog is getting a live action movie this year? Uh, Scooby Doo. Oh, Clifford. Clifford the big red dog is the answer oh, I wouldn't have got that if you gave me five more guesses than what I got <laughs> Scooby News competition in the cartoon dog world <laughs> alright <laughs> not to worry you still have 30 quid final question yeah. you can make it 40 and given what the info you've already given to us I reckon that you should get this question 5 a person who is an horologist works in what area uh, what an, right. an orologist. Horologist. A horologist. Horologist. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you not? No. Do you watch the toy show every year? Yeah. I have no idea. Maybe cast your oh, mind a back. A tie maker. Huh? A tie maker? No. Mm. No. I I'll, don't know. I'll give you another chance. Anything coming to mind? Maybe a kid called John Joe? No. No, none. No, nothing at all? Oh, no, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, oh. an neurologist is someone who works with clocks and the measurement of time. Do you not remember yeah. the little kid years ago who's reading the book and he was like, Ryan, I'm going to be a neurologist. And he's no. like, I want to work with clocks. We didn't see that no. toy show. <laughs> No, that's embarrassing. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, not to worry. You got three out of five, Irla. That's thirty quid. Perfect. Thanks a million. Very nice, man. Have a good weekend, okay? Uh, thank you. Bye, bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I need to share this because this gave me the best wake up to a morning I've ever had, or had in a long time. I saw a tweet, a Twitter thread from a guy, and I usually don't bother reading these because they're too long. And my attention span isn't that long, yeah. so I was like, ah. But I did. I read it as soon as I woke up, and I had to share it tweeted by a guy called Richie Craven today an Irish guy it has since racked up almost 100,000 likes on Twitter and this is honestly one of the the best things I've ever read and I'm just going to recite it to you because this is brilliant the most stressed I've ever been about Christmas was when I was 16 and I got my first job working in a supermarket. As soon as I started, I kept hearing these myths about the Christmas Eve waste sale, where all the food that wasn't sold on the 24th was marked down 90%. Everyone I worked with kept telling me not to get anything in beforehand because there was so much left that you could get your whole Christmas meal after the shop had shut on the 24th. Dad and I argued for weeks about it, going back and forward on whether to get a turkey beforehand. Eventually, we decided we were going to risk it. I was working until close on Christmas Eve anyway, so my dad said we might as well give it a go. Before I went into work that day, he told me just at least try and get a turkey no matter what happens. It was the most stressed I've ever been working in retail which is saying something. I worked in the home and gifts department, so every chance I got I would sneak over to foods to see how busy it was and how many turkeys were left. It was so busy, I convinced I was convinced that there'd be nothing left. Eventually, closing time rolls around and all the staff clock out and wait for the sale to start. Now comes my next heart attack. I thought it was just whoever was working on Christmas Eve that was able to go, but the entire workforce had trickled in since closing and is waiting. Now, I'm 16 years old and I feel like my family's entire Christmas is riding on me. I swear to myself that no matter what happens, I'm going to come out of this with at least a turkey, no matter who I have to bludgeon to do it. Even if it means having no job on the 26th, the main foods manager comes out and ceremoniously announces that we can go in and I stick the head down and charge. I don't go quite as far as to trample anyone, but I can say I would, I would have had if it had come to it. I'm convinced it's going to be an all-out brawl. And 
it's like something out of a Harry Potter Christmas scene or the end of Fantastic Mr. Fox. There is so much food left. Everyone there could have taken two turkeys and there still would have been some left. This was Christmas 2006, by the way, the height of the Celtic Tiger. I grab a turkey the size of an American toddler and then... I'm just at kind of a loss. There was really so much left over. I ended up grabbing sausage stuffing, croquette potatoes, duck fat roasters and candied parsnips and carrots. I started to drift toward the tills and the manager asked me what I'm doing. I think I've taken too much. Uh, and there's some spending limit I haven't heard of. Instead, he's asking me why I'm wasting food and throws pork crackling stiffy, sticky toffee pudding into my basket. I go to the till expecting this to be the big reveal where it'll actually end up costing me my entire month's pay. It costs 23 euro. Now, my only problem is that I have about 16 kilos worth of food and I've arranged to meet my dad two kilometres away because the shopping centre parking is extortion. There's also no point in ringing him and asking him to come closer because my dad comes home from work every day and puts his phone in the kitchen drawer and that's where it stays until he leaves for work the next morning. Does this defeat the purpose of a mobile? Yes. Yes, it does. Anyway, I schlepped this bounty all the way to where we are supposed to meet and I see that he is literally pacing 11pm in December outside his car. He sees me and he looks like a husband waiting for his wife's operation results. When he went through the shopping bags in the boot of our Corolla, I swear I got some inkling of what it must be like to win Wimbledon and then do that thing where you climb the stands to hug your parents. He was instantly like, Rich, this is too much. How did you spend? The whole idea is that this was supposed to cost less. I showed him the receipt and we end up driving home blasting Springsteen all the way. Yes, Dad has to start prepping and cooking a turkey at 11.30 the night before, but the next day we ate like kings. Or, at the very least, people from Dalky. <laughs> Isn't that just the best Twitter thread you have ever heard? Oh, that is so worth the wait. My... God, <laughs> honestly, I know that was a mouthful, a long story, but that made me so happy this morning. Rich Craven, you are a legend. Thank you for sharing that. Oh my God. Now, on to the next order of business. Longitude 2021 weekend passes could be yours next. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Make some noise! Wind passes to Longitude. Oh, oh my God. Ah. It was pretty big news this morning and very unexpected. I don't think anyone was expecting it coming, but the lineup for Longitude 2021 has been announced. Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, Doja Cat, ASAP Rocky. Oh man. They're all gonna be there. Like I think I speak for a lot of people saying that I didn't even think this was gonna be a thing, let alone the lineup being released like in the room to Christmas. Just so many emotions I mean if you were there the, the, obviously it didn't happen this year but last year we even had our spin house party stage at Longitude yeah. I mean that will be a thing in 2021 again like it was absolutely crazy so the fact that we missed out on a year um, it's going to make it even better yeah it just gives you so much hope for summer 2021 oh! as if the good news wasn't enough in the lineup being here. We have the first tickets in the country up for grabs for free to Longitude 2021 right now. Not only tickets, full weekend passes. No one else in the country has given these away yet. They're not on sale yet. The tickets go on sale next Friday the 4th. But the first tickets up for grabs right now in the Zoo Crew. We said, if we give you a call back... All you have to do is answer the phone saying, I love spin and I want to go to Longitude. I love spin. I want to go to Longitude. Elaine, you're going to You have got the first tickets in the country. Weekend passes to go to Longitude. Johnny, Johnny, Oh, I'm going to get kicked out of my apartment. Goodness, what's the shopping? The shopping and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope your oh shopping's okay. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Whereabouts oh are you? Goodness. What are you up to tonight? Oh, I'm in the room. Um, I'm at the shopping. Little treat to my brother and sister. Watching the house show, and I'm going up there, making more cheese. So I'm watching it myself. 
Well, I mean, I hope you don't have plans for July next year because you've got the first ticks in the country to go to Longitude 2021. How do you feel? I can't cope. I actually, oh my goodness. Oh, I had such a shit week and this is just happening at all off. I think ago we can say that like everyone's had a pretty crappy year. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a little bit something that we can look forward to next year. A little bit of a Christmas miracle, Elaine. Congratulations. Have a great night, okay? Yeah, okay, thank you. Congratulations. Bye. Bye. The Zoo Cast with Jazz and Laura.